we are proud to present Daddy's Outnumbered. Hello, folks. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> really? Hey there. I think I'm sticking with hello, folks. I think yeah, that's my think intro. That's your intro. You don't know what you're going to get out of it. I'm me. starting to use it in the videos, too. Hello, folks. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it sounds better. I folks. I like, to, folks. I like to say folks. You sound like a fourth grade teacher. <laughs> That's a good thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't in tech, I would have been a teacher. Yeah. That would have been my choice. Okay. I could see you as a teacher. I cannot. You'd think you'd be cracking jokes all day. But oh, it'd be fun, but yeah. it would. They'd also learn. You'd think yeah. That you'd be the bee's knees. <laughs> oh yeah, the cat's pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, it's been a bit since we've done a, a family yeah, podcast with has. with uh, yeah. Sam. It's Thank been at least right. two weeks, That's so right. I guess. So she's back you in guess. full force, or <laughs> or not? I don't know yet. <laughs> she's still connecting. I guess. I'm not. It's just that out anymore. It's just that spiral going, connecting, yep. connecting, yep. connecting. Right. <laughs> all right so let's do the dad joke okay did you hear about the restaurant on the moon no, no. great food no atmosphere <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. uh what about the gen z joke okay what do you call a cat he's a superhero and he never lies. He's also born in Gen Z. What do you, you know? What you call him? Mm. A no cap noir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, if I didn't know that you're talking about miraculous, I wouldn't know. Get the joke. It's a show on Netflix. For Don't children. watch it. No, it's cute. It's already in the top ten. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> miraculous. <laughs> we've got kids. Yeah, we've got kids. <laughs> and now we have a special mom joke. Oh, I get to do my joke. Okay. <laughs> why do you spell dark with a K and not a C? I don't know why. Because you can't see in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. It wasn't my joke. I found it on TikTok. <laughs> Tell we consume a lot of oh, wait, TikTok. I got another one from SpongeBob. Okay. What do you call a snail on a ship? I don't know what. A snailer. <laughs> <laughs> that one's. And we too. don't like SpongeBob. <laughs> but I do. I um, don't. I don't get it. It's funny. Sam's just cold. She is cold. <laughs> I don't like your joke either. No cap, you <laughs> Freaking superhero is that? I could have said Cap Noir. <laughs> Jokes aren't hitting today. Hitting <laughs> me either. What are you talking about? Mine is classic. You searched yours up. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> At least it makes sense. Great food, no atmosphere. Mine makes sense. It does. You don't see in the dark. It and does. Snailer made sense too. It does. Thank you. Sam just needs to work on her Gen Z jokes. <laughs> you guys don't get it because you're not in Gen Z. We don't want to be in Gen Z. <laughs> part of cancel culture. Right. You're part of cancel culture. Not me. No. We're I had not, some of the we're best. Not offended by everything in the I'm world. Not offended some of the everything. best movies and shows came out of the 80s and early 90s. I missed the 80s. 
eighties. You weren't born in the eighties. Some of the best rock music but too. I'm a still a millennial though. I was born in the early nineties. Yeah, but you try to say that you're a Gen Z. No, I don't. So you do. When? I'm clearly a Gen Z because I'm also like almost a Gen Z. I'm in between because I was born in the 90s and the 2000s. I think you just need to admit to yourself that you're old and you're not quite a Gen Z. I wasn't old. I am old. You're grouped in with me. You're a millennial. Yeah. And I'm a Gen Z along with Becca. Yeah, Mandy's not a Gen Z. (laughs) All right. Let's play some five second rule. Five second rule. 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 Name, okay, name three brands of shoes. Converse, Nike, and Adidas. <laughs> Adidas. Adidas. <laughs> the other one was too easy. Things you find in a classroom. Um, phones, bins, laptops, Promethean boards, iPhones. erasers. Yeah, you were totally millennial. Staplers. <laughs> Desks. Is it, are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Name free. <laughs> Famous Johns. Famous Johns. John Paul the 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 Great. Uh, John the Pope. <laughs> John Legend. John Stamos. John you Cena. can't even name three. You can John only name Cena. two. John Cena. I'm sorry. You failed. I like how we went back to like Ace <laughs> <Greece> times. <laughs> and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. He's not a John. Oh no. He's not a John. He's a Johnson. 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 Don't make it hard, please. I suck at this game. <laughs> you should know this one. I hope so. Fuck. Name three ways to stay warm in winter. Blankets, your husband, and 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 pillows, and and snuggle snuggle time and love. <laughs> <laughs> I note that <laughs> two of those involve me. Yes, that's why he doesn't. You don't like snuggle time because you're always I'm hot, babe. I am hot. I run hot. Well, I run cold. Not my fault. And I run That's in why we're between. meant for each other. You're supposed to warm yeah, me up. Yeah, but then your body heat combined with my body heat just makes fire. No, it makes And stone. that'll burn down the house. We burn down the house? Yep. Fine. But, but how about me? Are you're we- an in-betweener. <laughs> an in-betweener? <laughs> why do you feel like that? Because sometimes you're, well, for, you're only cold when you don't have any fucking decent clothes on. What? Decent. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing is decent. Yeah, but that's why you're cold. Because you're like, you do. Never mind. <laughs> eject. 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 You have blankets on half the time. Yeah, that's because I'm cold. <laughs> but you're not cold all the time, which is why you're an in betweener. You can leave. <laughs> and now. The spectacular world of Sam. La, 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 la. I shade in the kitchen, shade in the bathroom, shade in my friend's faces if I had any. Hello, everyone. This is Susan Dawson. So cool show. I am Susan Dawson. As I said, this is my so cool show. Today, 
I actually have a very special guest, Rachel Josh. Hey, everybody. It's me, Rachel Size with the Vodka Size. Thank you so much for being here. It's absolutely no problem. Make sure to buy Rachel's Vodka Sauce sold in stores anywhere. And well, when I mean anywhere, I mean, when I say anywhere, <laughs> I mean anywhere. Rachel's Sauce is not responsible for, aller- for allergic reactions or death. Oh, okay then, um, Rachel. May I ask you some questions about your career? Yes, you may. When did you realize that you wanted to make vodka sauce for the rest of your life? Um, I was about 11 years old when my mom made her very own vodka sauce. And she drowned my paws, my pasta, actually, in the sauce. So after my mom died of choking on marinara sauce, her dying wish was for me to be in the vodka sauce company. So cool. Um, Next question is, are you in a relationship? I plead the fifth. So cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, next question is, what's your favorite TV show? Um, I really shouldn't be telling you this, but there's going to be a Rachel Size show with actors like Madison Reyes, Charlie Gillespie, myself, of course, Sandra O, oh, Louis Partridge, Millie Bobby Brown, etc., so that is currently my favorite show. A show about you and your favorite show? Correct. Is she out on Netflix? Not yet. So a show that is about you is not out yet is your favorite show? Correct. Oh, okay then. Um... The last question for this segment is, how do you feel about winning that Grammy? I am very grateful. I owe it all to my fans, my mother's death, and myself, of course. Oh, okay then. Um, next segment is going to be our show cool speed round. A show cool speed round is when I say a word and you say it's so cool or so not cool. Got it? I guess. Catch. So cool, I guess. Stuffed animals. So cool, I guess. School. So not cool, I guess. Keanu Reeves. I would die for him like he could have run me over and I would say thank you. Okay then, um, thank you for everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's so cool show. Make sure to tune in to next week's show. Follow me on the gram, Twitter, the talk, and any other social media platform. You name it, I got it. Bye, everyone. From Random Thought of the Day. Are toys actually alive and just trapped into plastic? Good night.
Well, <laughs> what an interview with Rachel Sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that definitely lightened the mood. And now we have something a little bit harder hitting uh, mental health. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, one of the, the things that we're going to talk about with mental health is uh, kids in therapy and how beneficial it is to have somebody to talk to that isn't your parent. Um, and we've definitely got some personal experiences with that. Um, and the, the key takeaway here is that you have somebody to talk to and to uh, tell how you're feeling um, when you don't feel like you can approach a parent or mm-hmm. when you feel like you just need something that isn't so judgmental. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of wish I had that when I was younger cause, because I went through a lot of hardships and mm-hmm. uh, I had a pretty screwed up life, you know, for the first five or six years before mm-hmm. it became stable. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wish I had that to leverage, but I didn't. And that's because one uh, back in the 80s and 90s it was kind of taboo like yeah, if you were if you said that you're going to a therapist everybody automatically thought that something was wrong mm-hmm. you know and and nowadays you don't need to have something wrong to go to a therapist it's just somebody to talk to um and i just i wish i could have leveraged that a little bit more mm-hmm. instead of uh holding in everything i probably would have gotten over my bullshit Mm -hmm. a lot sooner um and probably would have helped me down the road too so um i know you've got some personal experiences with i mean we've touched upon them but you've you've definitely benefited as a teenager oh yeah absolutely um i was pissed at first though because i was 17 almost 17 16 or 17 and my mom just signed me up to see a therapist because of all the stuff that I went through and you know what it is um I've talked about it before um so she thought since I couldn't talk to her and my dad that she would seek out a therapist and at first like I didn't want to talk to her because I'm a teenager and I'm I have an attitude and I just think this is stupid because you think everything is stupid when you're a teenager yeah i don't want to talk to this random lady about my life like whatever but um it ended up benefiting me a lot because a lot of the stuff that i went through i stopped doing um to a point um but she definitely was someone like because she wasn't so emotionally attached to me and didn't judge me that it was just it became easier the more that i went like i went I want to say it was once a week and then it went to once every two weeks. Like it just gradually was less and less. At some points it went back to like, okay, if I needed to talk to her more, I'd be like, okay, we need to do this once a week. And like, she was always like, okay, let me see what I have. Cause obviously she had other clients, but, um, it ended up benefiting me in the long run. And I think I stopped seeing her. Was I 24? I think I was pregnant yeah. with Becca. So 17 to 24. Yeah. Um, and that was cause she moved to different company um she wasn't i think she won a completely different career she was a therapist and then she went to another company but 
Um, I tried at that point. I was an adult. So she was seeing like kids because when I started seeing her, I was still a kid because I was under 18. Yeah. But then after I turned 18, she's like, you can keep seeing me or you can go to somebody else. And I'm like, she knows my whole life story. Why would I go to somebody else? Like, so I was like, I want to stay with you. Um, But then when she moved, I was like, there's that kind of was just like, okay, like, I think I'm okay now. Like, I think I'm done because she was just so, she was with me 17. How long is that? 18, 18, 20. Seven years? Seven years. Seven years, that's a long time. So I was like, I don't really want to start over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think at that point, I kind of didn't need it anymore. One, we already had started dating. And I kind of vented to you a little bit. I yeah. feel like it's more now that we're married. But, um, but yeah, like if, I don't know what would have happened if I didn't have her, to be honest. Because there was just so much crap that I was going through that it was, I don't know. It could have been bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I I really benefited from it. So, I mean, I feel like most people do. Yeah, you, you definitely benefit from having a therapist. And like you said, it's hard to talk to your parent. Yeah. I was one of those kids. I don't want to say a damn thing to my parents. I mean, like, I, no offense, I didn't want to open up to yeah. my parents either. It's like, hard. you don't. You, yeah. you just... Even though your parents are like, oh, we're here for you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah I get it, but. It takes a very special you. relationship like, yeah. to, to open up no. to your parents. Right, I agree. 100%. And I, th- I think that goes with having trust in mm-hmm. being able to trust that they're not going to crack down on you or right. they're not going to be, you know. Be mad at you. Mad at you. feelings. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That was always my fear, too. That you're going to get in trouble for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think there needs to be, when it comes to something like that, you just need to say, hey, look, it's a safe place. You're not going to get in trouble for it. And I feel like if you, like, the earlier you do it when they're younger, like, the more they're going to want to when they're older. You know what I mean? Sometimes. Sometimes. It it really does depend upon the kid and the type of relationship that you have and what you fostered along the way. That's true. You know, and and sometimes you could foster that relationship and they still don't want to open up to you. And 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 you can't take it personally, though. No, you can't. Yeah. Um, I know we have gone through something similar, Sam, and you currently are um, talking to a therapist. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's for your benefit. Yes, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I know that you, I've seen you benefit from it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm I'm happy that you're seeing a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the thing with, I think, parents in general is that the, it's so taboo mm-hmm. to see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to kind of approach it. In open-mindedness. Yeah, I agree. That, one, at least your kid spoke up to say, mm-hmm. I need something. Right. And, two, you were able to go out and say, let's get you a therapist. Let's vet this person. Let's see if they're right or a good fit. Um, do you think that it's been benefiting you? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like... Even though you don't know whoever you're talking to that much, Mm -hmm. it's like they won't judge me because they maybe have gotten through the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
it's like if if I stubbed my toe <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, that hurt. And like I start breaking down. It's not because I stubbed my toe. And parents are going to yell. They're like, it's a stubbed toe, okay? It's like, it's not just that. You're building up feelings. Right. And I was going to touch on that and too. I don't want to, I don't want to tell you about them. Right. You might yell. It's like, I think it's, I agree with what you're saying, because like I said, when I went to a therapist, like, I feel like I was so stuck in my emotions and my fucking head that I just wasn't comfortable verbalizing it to my parents because it's like, it's like word vomit almost. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to open up, but then I, I don't know when I did, it was like, I remember the first time that I talked to the therapist without being like a bitch. Because the first, <laughs> I feel like the first appointment, I was like a total bitch. And I was like, nope, I don't want to talk to you. Well, well, but the second one, I was, I felt like I cried for two hours. Because that's how much emotion I had like was holding on to. And I didn't let go of until like, I felt like I was able to because it was just me and her. There was nobody else in the room. It, it's just different. Yeah. And that's not good either to hold your emotions in. But when you find someone that you can talk to about it, that's why you benefit from it. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah, yeah. And I, I think that as parents, when we hear that, there's two things that go through our head. One mm-hmm. is, oh, my God, I fucked up. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and we take it very Absolutely. personal. Right. Like, you can't. And and I think that kind of takes away. Or two, we try and solve the problem right. instead of listening, right. and and taking in all that emotion right. and processing it in a way where okay, I've heard you. Mm-hmm. You've been able to tell me wh- how you're feeling and your mm-hmm. emotions, and now I'm going to just go ahead and lock that away. You right. know. Because you confided in me, I'm not going to let that anybody else know about that. Mm-hmm. I think as as parents, it's a little bit harder to do that because, you know, oh my God, my baby's broken. I've got to fix her. When no. they're not looking to be fixed, right. they're just looking for somebody right. to hear them out. Right. And, right. and that's, it takes, and I think that parents, as generations go on, mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be more understanding. And I, and I think that there are some parents now that are more understanding and understand that there are more services that are available for everybody, you right. know, whether you're 36 right. or you're going to be 12, right. you know, there are services out there that can help you through whatever you're going through. Right. Even if you need to just talk to a therapist, right. you know, um, yeah. I mean, it's better than the alternative, which is to find a random person on the street and <laughs> load on them, <laughs> you know, That's true. I'm uh, I just, to you cause you're free. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll buy you a meal. If right. you're going to, if I can I talk can to you, you about my issues, okay? like in the bathroom when you're drunk, <laughs> right? You broke up with me. I can't, I can't, can I can't. No, I know. Um, Can you help me with my boyfriend problems right. or ex-boyfriend problems? For sure. For sure. But, uh, yeah, I think that 
I think that is a good thing. And, and I think that it helps everybody. Yeah, I and um, there's, there's more benefits than there are um, issues with that. Yeah, and, I agree. And I think... You really you know, do have to be open-minded. You're right. You do. You do. Nobody's because broken. You're not you're not fucking anybody up, like you know. I mean, that's we we as parents take it personal because we it's do. our kid. Yeah, and we do. you just gotta kind of keep an open mind. You know, it's yeah. somebody for them to talk to right. that's not gonna judge. Right. And, and I I'm just thinking back to when I was a kid. Like I was always embarrassed to like tell my parents about my feelings. You know, like you don't. I felt like I don't know. I it's just always been like that for me. Like I never wanted to. Maybe when I turned, like, 12 or 13, like, I just never liked showing my emotions in front of my parents. Yeah. You know I mean? and, like, and there's I'm a lot of... or mad or whatever, like, I just never liked it. So, that was part of it, too. Like, because I knew my mom and, they were like, we're here for you. We're here to listen. It's like, yeah, but I always thought in the back of my mind, I'm going to get judged. I'm going to get... I wasn't so much yelled at, but more like, well, why do you feel like that? It's like... I can't, you can't explain that. I just, I do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's kind of what happened with me. It's just like, I just feel like this. Like, what you were saying, like, you have your, why do you feel like that? Like, you have friends and family, like, your life is fine. Like, why are you feeling like that? It's just so hard to explain. You know what I mean? It's like, I just have these feelings. I do. Like, why am I being criticized for having these feelings? You know, that's just my experience, but, um, but yeah, or so. you get thrown back with when I was a kid, I had yeah. all this stuff right. and, and <laughs> yeah, I had exactly. nothing, and you have all this. Oh yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't help. Yeah. It doesn't help because every person is different. You know, I mean, I get it. Like I am here because of you two, and I'm part <laughs> of both of you. But it's just, I'm different. I'm me essentially you know what i mean yeah and to expand on that i mean we all think differently our thought processes are different and what we can and cannot handle is different you know our stress levels are they affect our mental health and you know some of us get stressed easier than others and that buys in that plays into anxiety and depression and and all these things, and not necessarily, you don't have to necessarily experience that to have a therapist. Right. But, you know, maybe you've got something on your mind or something that's going on that you just mm-hmm. need an outside source yeah. to talk to and get their opinion on. Right. Like I said, not emotionally attached to yeah. you. Yeah. Because when you're related to the person, it's hard. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, emotion comes into play. Emotion comes into play. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And then when you can't stop crying, why are you crying? Yeah. There's no reason for you to cry. It's yeah. it's hard yeah. because you want to fix things. You yeah, want right. to scoop them up. Exactly. And you want to make everything right. And that's not what they need. Yeah. They don't need Nor someone to overnight. make it right. Yeah. Yes. It takes time. You're not going to be that superhero that's like all of a sudden, da 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 da. I'm right. here to save the day. I'm here. No. Let's do this. <laughs> super mom or super dad it doesn't work like that (laughs) it's a slow process and and we as parents want want a quick fix like oh i will i will make this all better i promise but sometimes it's doesn't work that way it doesn't work you know there's there's some issues that yes you can 
you can definitely fix mm-hmm. um, quite easily just by being understanding right. and controlling your emotions as a parent. But there's other things where you just can't. You just mm-hmm. have to listen. And listening is the hardest part. Listening is the hardest part for anybody. You just, and I don't know why it's so difficult to just sit there and open your ears and just mm-hmm. have them talk to you. But, right. you know, it's either we're too busy or right. we've got things going on or we're emotional ourselves. Like, I'm emotional as fuck. So, you know, <laughs> it, it just to me seems like it's the hardest thing to do for some of us is to just sit down and listen to our partner, our kids, right. and, and really just take in what they're saying. Just let it soak in, you know? Right. Especially with kids these days, and like, <laughs> and like them eating Tide Pods and yeah, you, I hear that jumping off buildings yep. and just they do that feeling like they're not appreciated. I feel like I don't know. I just feel like Gen Z is like not under. Not underappreciated. What's the word I'm looking for? Well, they're very, um, oh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. I think it comes from this, right? We, we there's several generations, right? In the yeah. 80s and 90s, we were, it was, you have to be tough. You, oh, you've yeah. got to be tough. That's what I'm, and you can't show any emotion. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then out came the millennial like the some of the older millennial right. or younger millennials started you know with showing some sort of emotion right. showing well not only that but i feel like like our parents are well my mom's a boomer i think i don't know but um i feel like that generation is so hellbent on having you have to act like this and be like this. Like I don't think it's it's all about open to being. You are who you are. It's this is what I want you to be, and this is what you're going to be. Mm-hmm. And if that kid's like, what the hell? Like I'm not that. This is me. The parent gets mad because they're trying to put you in a box. Put you in a box or make you into something that they want you to be, but you're not. Does that make sense? Socially, you're you're presenting right. yourself a certain way. Right. Exactly. And that's and I if think that's not what they see for you. They're either pissed off or I don't know. I'm well, just, that, that's just the way it was. Like right, you have to, exactly. you have to remember, right. you know, it was, they, that's how it was. Yeah. Back when a lot of the boomers were around, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, well, you can't say that you can't let right. that emotion show. Why are you, right. why are you posting that? Like they don't mm-hmm. understand right. that sometimes you just need an outlet yeah. and that outlet, whatever, form that is in whether it's social media or mm-hmm. it's uh, a therapist or it's you know a close friend or whatever Absolutely. whatever that outlet is you need to use it right. and for a lot of the older generation right. it's like well you're not supposed to let anybody see not that. all of it <laughs> We're gonna no, no, no. People off. Okay. no 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 not all of not it all but of it. but a lot do think right. that right you're showing too much you're right. you're you're peeling back too much of yourself to present to social media or the world mm-hmm. and realistically why would you want to keep all that bottled right. in because That's what I'm saying. it's like a ticking time bomb i feel like us like we're kind of letting these gen z's evolve into what they are trying to be 
you know what I mean, or whatever, who they are, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think we're trying to make someone, like, take our kids. I don't think me and you are going to try to make them into something that they're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense. Like, I, I mean, feel like it, it's, it's the more generations that go past, like, it's like, ev- things are getting more accepted now. I, th- I think with know, us, somewhat. it's however you want to express yourself, you express right. yourself. Right. And if that means that you go out and you let your voice out on social media, mm-hmm. then let your voice out. If you need to seek out somebody to talk to, seek them out. If you need to talk to us, no judgment, no punishments, then talk to us. And and I think that that's the way it needs to be because you don't know what's going on with them. You don't know the inner turmoil. I've said this before. It, I wish there was a machine that we could just hold up and we would know hey they're experiencing emotional distress we need to address this but there is no such machine somebody quickly make this machine (laughs) we're in full support of this machine yes but but there is no such thing so it's hard for me to look at you sam or you and know what's going on with you right. like e- even anybody Same just passing by mm-hmm. like it's like it's so difficult to look at somebody right. and see you see through this tiny window you're right. you're looking at them and you're like oh well they're they're great like they're put together they're mm-hmm. they're going somewhere they're you know they're they're just really living life but mm-hmm. inside yeah. their different. emotions are running out of control right. and they're a mess and Mm -hmm. they just can't hold it together but what you're seeing is the outside it's like looking at a house on the outside it looks great but when you go inside and you see all the 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 messed up floors Mm -hmm. and the walls and stuff and you're like wow like this is really not what we were expecting right especially like when you're teaching and when you're in a classroom full of kids Mm -hmm. it's like you're wondering what's in their minds Mm -hmm. and it's like how their parents raised them and mm-hmm. and like how they're thinking and how they're mentally doing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and like even when teachers use the phrase you got to tell me this i can't mm-hmm. i can't read minds i could <laughs> if i would and right it's like they don't understand mostly like if we don't go and talk to them mm-hmm. they won't see anything wrong Right. They'll see that we have this Everything's designer okay. bag, backpack from right. Gucci, and pants from H and M, and and like a top from Hollister, and yeah. like oh yeah, that's yeah. Th- they got a good life. It's mm-hmm. like no, it's like you are what's the word stereotyping? Yeah, but even when even when you take all that together and you're like, oh, you have a good life. Like we've, we've discussed this before, you know, with depression and, and whatnot, it is like, it's, it's hard to really understand, Hey, look, you've got clothes, you've got, you've got parents that care, you've got all this going for you, but yet you're still depressed. Like what's going on. And that's where I think seeking out that, assistance that somebody mm-hmm. to talk to mm-hmm. that that external help yep. will really Absolutely. does help but right. 
also to touch upon the whole teacher thing, like it's it's hard because mm-hmm. they're a, an authority figure, right? Yeah. So it's hard to come out to an authority figure and go, I never wanted to talk to my teachers. Oh, hell you know, to say, hey, look, this is what's going on. Like, and, and teachers see the kids every day, five days a week, you well, know, six to seven hours. Would I talk to my teachers over my parents? Probably. Yeah, that's because, because they're, not they're not emotionally attached. attached. Like, they may, some, some cool teachers may be, I but. I did have one teacher that was, though, in high school. So it's not completely impossible no i'm not saying it is but it was not she didn't judge either but it's um, it's harder to open up to an authority figure because what you're afraid of is they're going to turn around and then talk to your parents and then you've got not only did you open up to that authority figure at a certain point if you start talking a certain way they do have to say something you know yeah i mean it sucks but their job that they're required to say something Depending on what you're talking about, if you're in jeopardy or it's or you're in danger, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. If you're in danger, then yeah. obviously they so have still, to. I mean, relate. I still had to watch what I said. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, I don't know why. It was just easier to talk to. I mean, I saw the teachers more than my parents, but it was just easier. Yeah, it it is easier, and um, and it sucks because like I didn't want to hurt my parents' feelings, but. Yeah. I never wanted to open up to my parents, so I get it, you know? Yeah. And it's like, with my school, we have FSS, Family Support Services, and it's like, you know that you can talk to us, and like, it's, it's, yeah, Yeah. it's easier said than done, Mm -hmm. it's like, and my friend, she's like, yeah, I have therapy sessions, and with, at school with FSS, and it's like, oh, so they do that, you can do that? It's like, I wish I'd known this sooner. Because, like, I feel like, especially with younger teachers, mm-hmm. they know how, they kind of know how our brains are functioning, especially yeah. with online school and, like, being stuck at home all day. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the other thing that we didn't touch on. Yeah. Well, I mean. have been in school that, at home. That's the other thing, too. You know, the whole COVID and the distance learning and the struggle with that and not being able to be social and talk to your friends and and physically hang out, you know, that can also I just can't imagine being like her age doing this. I just can't. Yeah. 11 or 12 in a pandemic. I mean, I think I think technology wise, they're better suited for it. But socially and mentally. You know, having to do zooms with your friends and stuff, I don't. Yeah. I don't think that that's healthy. I don't think that. I mean, look, we as humans are made to be social, right? Yeah, we are. So we're I, not meant to be alone. There's we're this. Not. There's this fact that I that I that I've uh, carried around in my head, and it's this. There's if you take a baby and you completely remove any sort of social interaction or or touching or or holding them or anything. That baby will definitely um, will not prosper. You know, it won't. It won't. It won't be a healthy baby. No. But you take that same baby and you give it affection and love and attention and that social aspect mm-hmm. as a baby, mm-hmm. and it definitely thrives on that. Mm-hmm. And I think that we as humans are made to be social like if you look at it like cavemen days and everything you know we 
we were the yes you had your nomads and everything but you we were in tribes Mm -hmm. you know we were together in a family unit so to speak and i think that that social interaction translates to i need to talk and i can't talk to my parents so i need to talk to somebody else you know and so it's okay to be to seek out that social interaction with somebody outside because we need that you know sometimes it's okay like as a spouse to go outside and talk to somebody that isn't attached because they may have a different perspective or they may just listen, you know, same thing with the kid and a teen and just somebody who's older, you know, who's experienced a lot in life. You know, we all need somebody to talk to. And I think that it, it benefits everybody to have somebody to talk to. Um, I remember my mom, my mom used to use me as a sounding board. And so basically she would talk and i would listen so kind of an early way of doing therapy and because she's older she's oh right the therapy wasn't in her head so she would just we would go on drives and Mm -hmm. she would vent Mm -hmm. and when she did vent you know it was just like hey look we're just this is just a sounding board you know that's the term that she used Mm -hmm. and you know she would just let it all out and me probably you know i was young eight nine ten you know probably shouldn't have heard some of the stuff that i heard but um it was her way of seeking therapy therapy without seeking therapy Mm -hmm. you know it's not the right way to do it but at least she found an outlet Uh, in a sense yes Mm -hmm. and somebody who could be somewhat observative Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but i i do think that I, I do think that there's a right way to seek out help. Mm-hmm. And I think that through therapy or a psychologist or whatever is the way, the right route to go. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. You're not broken. Right. You're just seeking the help that you need. And that's a big step, a big first right. step. Right. So anybody experiencing that should take that big first step. So, um, kind of heavy, kind of lighthearted. Oh my god! Yeah, I guess <laughs> um, it's like the one we had two weeks ago. Yeah. So, uh, we are not healthcare professionals no, in any no, way, but I am. Take it. <laughs> but I do play a doctor on TV. I've watched seventeen seasons of Grey's Anatomy. So <laughs> no, I, no, you are not operating on me under any situation or circumstance. I don't care. Heart surgery. I got you. Nope. I got you. Nope. You what are not we, a trained doctor. What if we're like giving birth? I could do that. Nope. No. Nope. Catch it. <laughs> no, don't. No, no. You're not a trained doctor because of 17 seasons of Grace Anatomy. You know how much crap I've learned? No, babe. No. That you can. <laughs> not a doctor. You're, yeah, exactly. She just watches it on TV. So. 17 years worth of doctor. <laughs> no. Clear, of doctor words and surgeries. Okay, no. Okay. Say one professional doctor word. 
cardiologist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that's a doctor who works on hearts. Yeah, I know. I, hang on, hang on. I got it. Hang on. Let me think of it. Um, okay. Um, Name one one internal body of, part or organ. The, the tool that they use. Um, scal- scalpel. Scalpel thing. So you, like, you get yeah, yeah, yeah. My confidence <laughs> in you is dropping. <laughs> Just, you're like scalpel thing. Like, yes, the scalpel opens up yes, the, the chest the cavity. Chest ca- yeah, exactly. And you the would use a spreader. Chest. See, I could be a doctor. It's much Have like you? working on computers. Oh, <laughs> Take off the me. back plate. Don't touch I can fix you, babe. Don't touch Where's me. your screws? Don't touch what, <laughs> <laughs> what? Where's the screwdriver to unscrew your screws so we can take off the back <laughs> no. and the front and I can just work on you? Bye. Bye. <laughs> but, uh, twist something. We are not healthcare professionals. Not in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, exactly. But we are giving our personal opinion, and that's if you need somebody to talk to, Find somebody to talk to, whether it's a healthcare mm-hmm. professional, a friend, the or bum down the street. Yes, exactly. <laughs> your stuffed animals, whatever it may be. If you need to or talk to cat. somebody, talk to somebody. <laughs> well, I don't know about a cat. They don't care. <laughs> they may. Dog might care. They may uh, claw your drapes afterwards, but <laughs> in retaliation. But uh, yeah, just seek out somebody. Because we love you. We want you to be mentally happy and healthy. I guess. And talking definitely helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With your mouth, too. <laughs> with your mouth, too. <laughs> so with that, be safe. Oh, mask up. Wash your freaking hands. <laughs> and practice safe social distancing. And always remember, we love you. Yeah. Bye. I guess.